0: Welcome to Almost 30 with Krista Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Each week we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now. What hilarious has happened then? And to ask, is it almost 30? We roll in with the homies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remember, clueless. Like, name with the homies, and she really. like hits her head. She was the coolest. I wanted what it to was be her. Name? Um, fuck. It was and Cher. Could, wait,
2: you guys got coke here?
1: <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> yeah, D. It was Cher, D and.
1: Ah, damn, Maddie would kill me. All right, we'll think of it. If you think of it, just spit it out welcome to almost 30 guys it is Lindsay simsik
2: krista williams
1: we're super excited because we just did an insane interview the best Um, like truly walked away from it
2: with like a boner
1: (laughs) so many things yeah boner being one of them yeah um i was like inspired Mm -hmm. to i think i take good care of myself i was inspired to like take better care of myself so Krista, tell us who we interviewed.
2: So we interviewed Daniela Kendi. She is of Color Me Complete, and she is a nutritionist, a holistic health coach. She's just an all-around badass entrepreneur, smart, stunningly beautiful woman that basically helps people understand why they do the things they do as it relates to food. And I even see her a little bit as a, a life coach. She had just, I, I
1: thought a lot like yeah. she said,
2: well, I'm not technically a life coach, but yeah. I was like, you're life coaching. Me. You are changing lives. You're changing. truly. And especially for, on um, the food and nutrition piece, Lindsay, I mean, you are a fitness instructor. I read a lot about it all the time. You wouldn't believe it, but she dropped so much knowledge on things that I had products I didn't know Mm, about, mm -hmm. topics I didn't know about. Like each thing she was saying, I was like jaw drop at how much she knew and how much was like different or interesting.
0: You know what I tried today? Hmm. The
2: coconut paleo wrap. Oh my God. Was it delicious? (laughs) So fucking good. We'll have to live. It was life changing. So Daniela talks recipes, she talks products, she just talks everything that she uses to be stunningly beautiful, to be happy, to be healthy. Um, She talks about things like, instead of making every day a to-do list, making a to-be list, which is talking about what you want to be that day. And she also has the quote of high involvement, high involvement, low attainment, which we love. Low attachment. Low attachment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm low attainment on I'm low attainment on my life. Um, she just had some honestly some like yeah, she was... drops knowledge. So this and one's she's be so such a kind.
1: Oh my god, mm-hmm. she's such a good soul. So we hope you love this interview as much as we did. Um, enjoy. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to almost. Welcome back to almost. Yeah, um, welcome back. Um, we have a really special guest. So this so my excited. First time meeting Daniela, but. Um, aren't you blown away?
3: Yeah, I will mean, like, go
1: wrong. Like, she's so beautiful. <laughs> aren't you?
2: That's not make you puke. <laughs>
3: I'm going to keep
2: listening to that. <laughs> she's literally the she's most beautiful keep human. Juice all over I just puked in my shoes. She's the most beautiful human that's ever lived. Oh, um, <laughs> God. We're so, I met, happy she's here. so happy. I met Danielle at an Ethona Active event, a yoga event. Um, so it was a bunch of girls doing yoga on the lawn and then afterwards we got a little talk from Daniela, and we had her energy bites and it is hard to get LA girls to eat food and there was (laughs) girls eating energy bites. They (laughs) were just like taking them down. I had like six of them. Mm. It was amazing. And I literally was eating. I probably was on my like seventh and I was stuffed in my mouth. And then there was a raffle drawing (laughs) to win something. And I thought in my head, I'm going to win this because I had food in my mouth. And they're like, I won it. And you did. I won the first thing. And I had an energy bite in my mouth.
1: I remember that. Did you plop it out onto the lawn?
2: I was like, oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she is a holistic nutritionist, wellness coach. She has her own business. She has her own YouTube channel. Um, She makes amazing recipes. She has her own... Just everything. She's got it going on. And I interviewed her on 100 blog. It did so well. Um, And it is just a perfect opportunity for us to talk about stuff we talk about all the time. So health, wellness, diet, nutrition, working out, just like self-care, everything like that. So I'm super excited to have you here and just kind of like start the conversation or continue the conversation that we've been having for the past like 15 minutes. And then with my blog. Mm, Thank you. You're welcome. Introduce yourself. So how do you describe yourself and what you do
3: to people? Sure. So I have my own business, Mm -hmm. Color Me Complete. Launched it two years ago, two and a half years now. And I'm a holistic health coach, you know, by certification. It covers nutrition coaching, health, wellness, lifestyle coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, I work both one-on-one with people uh, who have Mostly, you know, mostly the one-on-one clients are busy professionals who have not really taken the time to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's almost, you know, this is perfect for this podcast because most of my clients are almost 30 or just turned really? 30. Really, And, you know, I have the range. I've worked with high schoolers and CEOs mm-hmm. in their 60s. But for the most part, we get to this age where we're 30-something and we realize I, I want to be able to cook healthy food for myself. Mm-hmm. I want to... Kind of start respecting my body and not abusing it so much anymore um, and so i work with people to to set those goals to say where am i now where do i want to be and, and what's in the way and a big part of it is the food and learning what your body needs because we're all different but another big part of it is taking stock of all the other areas of your life and where there's stress and how that stress is manifesting in your life um, i I didn't make this kind of little saying up, but I heard it once and it really stuck, which is, you know, when somebody says, do you have an eating disorder? At times it could be like a career disorder that is manifesting Mm. as an eating disorder, but you have to kind of take two steps back and look at, you know, what's going on in your career or your relationship. So that's the stuff I really love working on with my clients. You know, I, before studying nutrition, I was a psychology major. And so anything psychology that's just like, you know, my favorite class in college was relationship psychology. Mm -hmm. And it was like, we talked to the bachelor and like, it was amazing. I was a con stranger. Yeah. We watched movies. Yeah. (laughs) It's
2: awesome. Literally. (laughs)
3: Yeah. So I, yeah, I just love that idea of like, there's an emotional cup that we each have every day. And it sounds kind of cheesy, but I just love this analogy that, Unless we fill it with all those areas of primary food, you know, the, the things in our life that feeds us, that's not just what we eat, then, of course, at the end of the day, it's going be yes. 10 o'clock, and what are you going to eat? Yeah, you're going to fill it up with something, so it's going to be wine, it's going to be ice cream, it's going to be whatever, drugs, it's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. toxic relationships, unless you're kind of taking two steps back and saying, what do, I, what do I actually want, what do I need, how can I give that to myself, and then, you know, see how I feel. So, I mean, I love seeing, that. like, what you guys are doing because mm-hmm. you're, you're doing not just the norm. You know, you're mm-hmm. actually creating something mm-hmm. that you believe in. You know, I, I know we just met Lindsay, but yeah. it's just so cool to see that. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Like you said, like,
1: going from abusing your bodies to taking care of your bodies. Mm-hmm. And it just, it describes this transition mm-hmm. from, like, our early 20s to our late yeah. 20s to our 30s. And it, I don't even know when it happened. Mm-hmm. I think for me it happened when I moved out here. Yeah. We talk about that. Just, like, more sunshine. Right. More, mm-hmm. there's more water. Like, I just feel m- more deeply connected mm-hmm. to, like, my environment. And for some reason that holds me, like, accountable in some way. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, in my head that makes sense. But, oh. yeah, it's just so interesting, the transition yeah. and when it happens for some people and why it happens later for others. And
3: Right.
1: Um, right. So how do you use the psychology background mm-hmm. to like if you have a client coming to you sure. and they are a they work from seven to seven and mm-hmm. they're a workhorse and they find themselves eating at odd times and eating bad food and possibly maybe taking Adderall some days or right. you know letting loose most and, days. <laughs> or most yeah. days and, <laughs> yeah you know what is like your initial like how do you how do you approach
3: mm-hmm, the case mm-hmm. like yeah I think
1: the first, yeah. To break through. Right. Because it's hard. Like, how can you be like,
3: well. Right. I
1: can see everything you're doing wrong, but let's not scare you away. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, the biggest change happens when I do less talking and less, you know, instruction giving, at least early on. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. When I have a client like that, which describes probably eight out of ten of my clients, (laughs) the first, you know, the first session is really about allowing yourself to Think about what you would want. What you ideally would feel like. Like so many times when we're in that like ongoing, like chronic stress situation, whether it's in our job or relationship, we stop. Um, we stop kind of giving ourselves permission to dream about what we want mm-hmm. and to actually be happy. And I've had it's so sad to me because I've worked with so many people who. They're like, well, this is just how I'm going to be. Like, I'm just going to have digestive yep. issues forever. Like, it's just separate. You know, it has nothing to do with my job. I just have, you know, IBS, yeah. or I have these issues. Wow. Yeah. You know, um, I've just settled for the fact that, you know, I don't eat breakfast. I'm not a breakfast eater. I'm not, you know, people kind of create these rules and sell themselves short. And it's like, well, if you could feel anything, how would you feel? And, you know usually the answer is I would actually love to be at a weight where I feel really confident in my clothing. or And, and then I go from there to say, well, why? Like, what would that actually give you? Because usually people think, it's always the first thing is, I want to lose weight or I want more energy. Because mm-hmm. that's a very common goal for a lot of people. But it's really about digging, like, two or three layers under that. And you're like, well, what will being 10 pounds lighter, because that's what maybe you perceive you need at this point, what will that give you? And then they realize that really maybe it's less about being 10 pounds lighter and more about like getting their husband to love them more. And they Mm -hmm. think that if they're 10 pounds lighter, that will have that impact. And so peeling back those layers so that before we do anything nutritionally speaking, they really um, are aligned with what their intention is. They can really set goals that, you know, that mean something to them. Because when we just set this goal of like, I want to lose weight, like that's such a superficial goal. For for most of us, you know, it's not going to really motivate us. It's going to push us, and maybe come from a place of fear. But it's not going to be like really internalized. And so it's like, well, why? Why does it matter? And why really do you want this weight, or do you want to look or feel a certain way? Like, who cares about the number on the scale? You know, and when people stop and think about that, it's like, okay, yeah, I just I want to be able to be more active, play with my kids if they have kids, or just really like. Be in my body and love how I feel in my body. And that's the place you start, you know? And so that's where the psychology of saying, like, what's, you know, what's two layers underneath that initial desire? Yeah. Um, And then let's work from there. And then saying, okay, so if you decide that you deserve to feel great, because that's first step, you know, really, like, being clear on your desire then what are you willing to change in your life? Because if somebody's not willing to make any changes, mm-hmm. I won't work with that person. Cause I'm not, yeah, you know, ask, yeah, what do you do? Great. <sighs> right. I I tell them I'm always here as a resource, but I don't want to waste their time if they don't, you know, really wanna make any changes or, you know, try things out. So it's like step one, the only rule I have with working with somebody is to have an open mind and maybe challenge Things that you didn't think you liked or just, you know, routine that you have. Being able to, you know, make certain sacrifices that feel like sacrifices at first. But once you see the alternative of how good you feel, you don't feel like it's much of a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Once you you start seeing the results and Mm -hmm. feeling that. Yeah. It's like fuel enough,
1: I think, Mm -hmm. to move forward to like the next level but it's hard if you don't see it. It's I mean people
2: just I think that's like my journey was like starting with like one little action truly. Like starting mm-hmm. with like going vegetarian or then right. meditation and then like once meditation came in it kind of was like not drinking as much, mm-hmm. you know, and then it was like I got a birth control. It was just like little yeah. things it's and a it was like domino
3: effect
2: Yeah, then. it was like a total domino effect. Yeah. Um But I literally was, like, about to fall over in my chair because I was nodding so hard. I was like, she is, like, my best friend. Mm -hmm. Just, like, I can't, like, I just can't stress enough the point of, like, the creating rules, selling themselves short. Like, I think that is, like, everything. Like, when people say these things as definite, like, I'm not a morning person, so I can't work out. Right. Is an excuse. Yeah. Or it's selling yourself short. You know what I mean? I understand that people are all different and that we all have to, like, take into consideration ourselves, but, like, you have to be able to give to, like, make a change. Right. You know what I mean? And I just, like, I love that. I think there's um there's a book I have, and I'm going to link it. Mm-hmm. It's by Danielle something. The Danielle Report. Yes. I are... wanted
3: to talk about her. Yeah, okay. I love her. amazing.
2: Yeah. And that reminds me, what you're speaking of yeah. with peeling back reminds me so yeah. much of her book on New Year's resolutions. Yep. So in her book of New Year's Resolutions, it talks about why would you make a New Year's resolution? So it talks about breaking down and going backwards to the New Year's resolution, mm-hmm. like you said. So if you have the New Year's resolution to run a marathon, why do you have that? Right. What is the marathon giving you that you want to feel? Do you want to feel more free? Do you yes. want to feel accomplished? Yeah. Do you want to feel like you achieved something? So right. are there alter- alternative ways to get to that feeling instead of doing a marathon? Right. You know what I mean? Or like, is there a quicker way to get to feeling accomplished rather right. than doing that? Yeah, You know, so, like, I think people make resolutions oftentimes, and we'll go back to food, of course, but thinking that they should be doing something, like, I've even said I want to run a marathon, and I don't really even know why, you know, so it's like, why do you want to make the resolutions that you have, and you really could just say, like, I want to feel better in my clothes, yeah. or like I want to fit in all the clothes that I have, instead of saying like a restrictive thing like I want to lose fifteen pounds. Right, you know what I mean. Which right. is kind of like it's almost like you're like a robot. Like yeah. I sometimes feel like I'm a robot in that mode uh-huh. of being like I want to lose eleven pounds. You know, I want to lose right. fifteen pounds. It's
3: like okay, like and you know, usually, yeah. And I I don't even love using that. I actually hate using that word, lose. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you only want to lose – like, when you lose something, usually you usually want to find it again. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, diets, when you're losing weight, you're probably going to gain it. So mm-hmm. when somebody really does have weight that they feel like is, carrying, you know, bogging them down, we only talk about the releasing excess weight. So, like, mm-hmm. releasing – usually in releasing weight, it's releasing a lot of emotional baggage, releasing – it's not just physical weight. It's mm-hmm. releasing whatever you're holding on to that could be in the form of, you know – Extra weight, but it could be in the form of emotion, career. You know, it's all mm. yeah, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. That Danielle Laporte thing, I mean, the Desire Map. in yes. her book. I loved that. Yeah, you know, and I read that, and that's so yeah.
2: applicable to what you do.
3: Yeah, it was such a big shift for me. That's like my whole thing of just shifting, like living inside out versus yeah. outside in. Like, start with what you want, and that concept. Mm-hmm. To read that at the age of twenty-six and like never have thought of that my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I know. How do we get? 26 years in and not think about what we want and let that shape what we do I know it's like so basic I feel like I have like
2: conversations with people that I'm close to and I'm like I'll hear them complain about something like mm. a relationship or something and it's like well what, what would your dream be
1: yeah
2: like I had a conversation with someone I'm very close to who was com- talking about a relationship that they're unhappy in, and I was like well what would your dream be like what would your dream if you could have anything you want in a relationship what would that be and they're like I don't know like it's like well that's where you would start because you don't right. know, so that you're getting this thing that you don't know about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: totally.
2: Could talk about that forever. <laughs> <laughs> literally, could literally go off that forever. Um, I want so I want to talk about like if we're the idea of stress. So a lot of these things are related to stress when mm-hmm. you're the holding on to things, the baggage, the kind of emotional issues and like stress and how that affects, like, do you think it's, it affects your body and you hold on to feelings and emotions or that is is it that stress causes you to overeat? Like, what do you, how do you think that affects our bodies
3: and our diet? Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing that I think we don't think about enough mm-hmm. is that stress and that idea of like, you know, when we think about mental issues, mental health issues, mm. mood disorders, We think about our brain, but most of that, like most of our our serotonin, our feel-good hormones, all of that is created in our gut. Mm, and so, really? like, when we're nervous about something, what's the first thing? Like, where do you feel it first? No, it's in yeah. yeah. Like, always, you know, your digestion is off. I mean, yeah. I remember you don't my... poop. Yeah. yeah. Or the opposite. Or, or you the opposite. Like, diarrhea. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Shit everywhere. I shit everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. I mean,
3: I remember my first job out here, like, so stressed every morning. It was, like, disaster. Oh, <laughs> like, you went, went to so <laughs> Yeah. And so, yeah, because, like, stress really... Is so intrinsically linked to our gut health, and yeah. you know what's going on. I mean, there's a lot of recent studies. I think it's only going to get cooler to see what comes out on mm-hmm. that. Like, have you guys heard about the the human microbiome? Mm-hmm. So the idea of like our gut flora, the good bacteria, the bad bacteria, and like taking care of that, and how that is so connected to mood disorders mm-hmm. like depression and anxiety, um, and, and your um, what you crave too. Yeah. A lot of
2: times, like. You crave – that's why we crave things that you eat all the time because your gut flora is, like, used to that. Right. So it does not, like, replenish itself every three days or something like that or every week.
3: Yeah. I don't know the exact – There's, like, a cycle to it. So it's, like,
2: you can break cravings that you have because Mm -hmm. your micro gut flora could replenish or change. Yeah.
3: Well, there's all of this. I mean, we are more bacteria than we are human, like, from Mm -hmm. a cell count. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, we have bacteria all over us. You just can't see it. It's a really sexy thought. But, <laughs> yeah. but um, like if you have an overgrowth of you know the the yeast overgrowth, again, a great thing to talk about. Yeah. But just to understand right that, off. yeah, totally. Yeah. Like when you have that systemically occurring in your body, you're going to continue to crave it. You know, yeast everything everything disease wise like lives on on sugar, mm-hmm. on on bacterial mm-hmm. imbalance. And so yeah, you'll, you'll crave sugar until you kind of starve off that yeast, you could say. You know, mm-hmm. like bring that balance back. Like I think fixing your biochemistry in that way, like mm-hmm. really looking at imbalances in your body, is the way to go with like dealing with cravings. Not mm-hmm. I, It makes me so sad. I think we talked about this in your blog. Mm-hmm. When people say, I just don't have the willpower mm-hmm. and I need to just get stronger about resisting cravings. And I really like to throw that on its head and say, like, no, your cravings are amazing, actually. Like, you should really respect your cravings. You should honor them. And let's understand why you're craving that in the first place. And there are no rules because we're human and our body is wired to get what it needs. And so if your blood sugar is crashed because you haven't eaten all day or, you know, whatever it is, you're dehydrated, you are wired to crave the first carb you see. No matter how much willpower you have, eventually you'll crack because... That's our survival mechanism. So, like, that's a very freeing thought for for myself, for everybody I work with, to be like, don't be so hard on yourself. Stop fighting yourself because your cravings are actually here to help you. Yeah, the deprivation literally Mm. will
1: make you crazy.
3: Oh, yeah. And there will be, like you said, a breaking point Uh
1: and an order at 2 a.m. and to satisfy every need.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or so just your energy saying, will crash. So yeah. you're
1: saying like in the moment if you are craving a certain thing, do it in mm-hmm. moderation or is it more like yeah you know, it's, monitoring?
3: hmm So well first I'll I'll have everyone keep a food journal, which mm-hmm. I think is an amazing thing just to do and at any point. Yeah, just for a little while. I have plans to do it for at least a week and, and write down when you're craving something, mm-hmm. you know, what your day looked like to that point like become an investigator like as I said be Mm -hmm. a compassionate investigator so you want to be nice Mm -hmm. to yourself but you want to kind of start looking at okay if I'm craving you know it's 3 p.m and I'm really craving carbs like what did I eat for lunch what did I eat for breakfast how was my sleep last night and how hydrated am I Mm -hmm. and I usually tell people start with like 12 or 16 ounces of water and then in 10 minutes you know see how you're feeling, like that's a really basic one, mm-hmm. and let's upgrade the reward. And so your body, your brain is saying uh, pumpkin spice latte, mm-hmm. your body is saying energy, and mm-hmm. so kind of like negotiating the two mm-hmm. and saying, well, okay, I need energy, and my brain is used to this reward, but if I have like a mighty bite, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, an energy bite, something that has dates or mm-hmm. even honey or syrup, you know, sugar still, but... Sugar that also has fiber, if you're going to have the dates, or potassium, you know, other benefits. Have that, that date, that banana, that, you know, anything sweet that's natural, and pair it with what your body also needs, which is some healthy fat in that moment. Like, pair the carb with the fat, and then all of a sudden, you'll have that. And, like, 20 minutes later, you're going to feel so different than if you had your traditional reward of your latte or whatever it was. So you're kind of, like, outsmarting yourself.
0: You know, mm-hmm. you're working
3: on rewiring your brain and, and what it craves, and then your cravings have to change, because it, it doesn't work if you just try and change the willpower. Right. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, your body's like, I need something, you know? Mm-hmm. So give it give it something, um, but give it something that's going to make it actually happy. Yeah. And not crash again.
1: <laughs> what other effects does dehydration have? So you're saying,
3: mm-hmm.
1: obviously, it could kind of trick your body, mind into thinking mm-hmm. you're super mm-hmm. hungry. Yeah. Um, I battle with dehydration like mm-hmm. severely because You're I'm like teaching, sweating so much. Sweating yeah. so mm-hmm. much. So I can't keep up. And I'm also just yeah. not very diligent about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to be, I say, I want to be, and I say it all though. the time. and It's yeah. really hard. Yeah. Um, so one, what other effects does it have? And two, how do you help your clients, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, become more hydrated, more aware? and mm-hmm. have, Like love it. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I know people who are like, I hate water. Right. I water.
3: Right. You know, mm-hmm. we're, yeah, for better or worse, our bodies are really adaptable. And so we adapt to whatever condition we give it. So if we never drink water, our bodies will learn not to want water.
1: Mm, like yes. if we don't eat
3: breakfast, you'll, you won't want breakfast. Mm-hmm. So you really do. And that you you, you, yeah, you adapt to a breaking point, And then, you know, something bad happens and you have to change it. Mm. And so, yeah, have you ever noticed, like if you eat a certain breakfast every day at a certain time, and then the next day, you know, day five, you don't have anything. You're, you're like, oh, my God, I need that. Mm-hmm. Like, we're creatures of habit mm-hmm. in that way. Um, so, yeah, dehydration. I mean, cravings for sure is a huge one. Skin, I notice mm-hmm. huge difference. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. And, like, for you with, with sweating so much, I think um, adding, like, electrolytes. I don't know. There's okay. this one product, Ultima Replenisher. Okay. Have you heard of that one? That's no, a great one. Yeah. They basically give you all the benefits of what, you know, something like Gatorade and those classic sports drinks are doing, but without any sugar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, water can only satisfy to a certain point. If you're sweating that much, you're losing minerals, you're Mm -hmm. losing electrolytes. So adding that into your water, I have people do that. And I have people, again, like outsmarting yourself, add things to your water so it tastes more appealing. Um, and literally do not leave the house without a water bottle. I mean, I, like, yeah. I can't go anywhere with yeah. that one.
1: Because yeah. then it becomes a habit. And, like, yeah. sleeping at night, I have a water bottle, by yep. my bed.
3: I have anxiety mm-hmm. if I don't. Exactly. Same here. Yeah, But I didn't always
1: used to be like that. Yeah. So it's, like, just creating that mm-hmm. new habit where.
3: Yeah. And putting, like, I notice if I put lemon in my water or any kind of fresh fruit or, like, mm-hmm. rosemary or mint, you know, just get creative. And then it's really satisfying. You really mm-hmm. want to drink more or I love tea. And so that's still water, herbal yeah. tea, you know, mm-hmm. caffeine is going to act as a diuretic and dehydrate. But if you have just herbal tea all the day, I mean, that's great. Like yeah. you, to, you don't have to get all your water just from plain water, you know. I'm
0: not sure if you know this, but one out of eight couples struggle with infertility. It's kind of staggering. Most people don't know and or aren't ready to talk about it and the thing is we really need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and for our future sometimes we can be so lost in the shame of it all that we forget to really take action and figure out our best Options, And that's why Modern Fertility was created. I've been having fertility conversations with a lot of you in my DMs, so I'm excited to talk about Modern Fertility. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home, major, major, with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get personalized results within six Hormone testing at a fertility clinic again can cost three times as much. Get thirty dollars off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility dot com slash almost thirty. That's modernfertility dot com slash almost thirty.
2: On the skin piece, so we talk about water with skin and how important that is and I know for me like that yeah. is like game changer yeah this light is not really for <laughs> <saving> <laughs> you, guys skin. Both, no, you guys <laughs> are <They're> both <laughs> yeah. creatures from the night I wish I did a sweaty like,
3: class tonight oh my
2: gosh Barb um, <laughs> and I want to talk about so I know you have a skin program and you like skin is yeah. something you're passionate yeah. about so I'd love to talk about your experience getting to amazing mm. beautiful perfect skin you have now and like what you did <laughs> yeah. to achieve that
3: yeah, And how diet relates to it. You know when it's something that you've struggled with to hear somebody say that oh my to gosh. me. I'm still like, shut, shut up. You yeah. know exactly like, what you mean. You're like, I was in yoga the other up? day, and this
2: girl was like, "You're really flexible." I was like, she's yeah. shut, shut up. up with me." Yeah, you're
3: like waiting for Ashton Kutcher to pat, like, yeah. pop out <laughs> and pump <then laughs> you. Thought we you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it's. That, I'd say, of every topic within health, Mm -hmm. that was probably the number one trigger that got me really interested in, excuse me, in nutrition, because Mm -hmm. just acne in general from probably seventh or eighth grade is when I started, you know, like many of us struggling Mm -hmm. with it, and it was, it was embarrassing, it was, you know, hormone-related, not hormone-related, diet-related. I remember in high school, in like 10th grade, I had to totally stop eating chocolate, which was my favorite thing, like Ninth grade was like a Twix bar and a bagel every day. Oh my god! So, yeah, and cream cheese and maybe yeah. fries and fries. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But of course, I my mom, Boy, would, my mom would pack us really great lunches, yeah. and I would throw them away and ask friends for money to buy these things. Terrible. Totally. Uh, I had three so, chocolate yeah. milks at
2: lunch every day. Oh yeah, Damn. why three? That's awesome. I <laughs> six hundred calories of fucking dad. chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be like, yeah, uh, <laughs> isn't yeah, that terrible? Yeah. No, just yeah, regular, like, UDF.
3: Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so um, Yeah, so, yeah, it was breakouts from that all the time. And wow. I remember going to the dermatologist and being told that, you know, it's nothing to do with diet and, you know, just take this, love here's that. a topical cream or, you know, you can consider oral antibiotics or this or birth control and, like, basically Band-Aid after Band-Aid after Band-Aid. Right. And then finally realizing that our skin is our lar- largest organ anything that's going on inside is going to show up on your skin. And so I started, you know, kind of shifting my idea of like, let me let me start testing what I can eat that will maybe have an impact on my skin. And I know for certain now, this is like five years later, that when I have sugar, I'm probably going to break out mm-hmm. um, if I have too much of it. You know, I've always had a sweet tooth growing up, mm-hmm. but it's shifted, you know, with my cravings that have shifted. Mm-hmm. But um, just understanding that the food that we eat has not just a little impact, but it's like determines everything with Mm -hmm. our skin. I mean, you know, like the people you see who are just like own juice bars or have Mm -hmm. this very natural life, they're glowing. Mm -hmm. And so it really is everything. Um, I got really into the idea of balancing hormones through food Mm. and, there's a lot you can do. I don't know. Are you, either of you familiar with seed cycling? No. So no. it's like my obsession. Yeah. <laughs> so Everything. I saw this started a few years back when I saw a naturopathic doctor. And basically different seeds, and that's where the Mighty Bites mm-hmm. that I made at that event came out of. Mm-hmm. So different seeds can have different impact on our hormones. So this goes back to like Chinese medicine and um, very you know natural approach yeah. to diet. But uh, the in a nutshell you rotate seeds throughout the month. And so the first half of the month, this is for women. And actually, it's great for men, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first half of the month, you focus on having flax seeds and pumpkin seeds. Mm-hmm. And so that's our, without getting too, like, biology class, that's, please, our, please yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. that's our follicular phase, which is our first half of our menstrual cycle. Yeah. So you have... Flax and pumpkin because they're both really helpful. Flax has these fibers in them called uh, in the seeds called lignans, mm-hmm. and essentially they bind to excess estrogen in our bloodstream and pull and help you know pull that estrogen out. So when we eat non-organic meat, uh, when we have any kind of you know medication, birth control, all of this can change you know basically give us these um, phytoestrogens, which are like you know to an overload of estrogen in our system. Mm. That connects to PMS, to hormonal breakouts, Mm -hmm. to just mood, general mood problems and feeling really bloated. All of that is connected to our hormones changing throughout the month. Um, So those two seeds, you know, pumpkin seeds give you a lot of zinc, also really good for your skin. So those help for the first half of your cycle. Then around, you know, around ovulation, around that halfway point, I try and switch it. And I just do this in my smoothie every day, a Mm -hmm. tablespoon of each seed. I switch it to sunflower seeds and sesame seeds. So both of those are really great for progesterone, and that's the hormone that needs to dominate in your second half, which is your luteal phase. Mm -hmm. So, And both of those continue to help with estrogen imbalance. Um, They basically encourage our body to... uh, they have something called GLA, which is gamma-linolenic, I can never say that one, yeah. acid. Yeah. It's like you write these things all day and then you try and say it. you like, oh. <laughs> um, you say it quickly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and those help inhibit the production of prostaglandins, which is exactly what causes really bad cramps. So I still will get cramps, but it used to be so much worse. Mm. Um so when I cut out dairy, it had a big yeah. impact mm-hmm. on skin. I know you hear that one a lot. Um, yeah, dairy, sugar, gluten for yeah. some people is a really big trigger because it just causes a lot of inflammation in the body. So just anything, and we were talking about this before, anything yeah. anti-inflammatory is going to help your skin. I mean, think about when you get a zit, it's inflamed, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's a naive way of kind of looking at it, yeah. but it's really helpful. So, yeah, all of the seeds are great. Um just any kind of food that's going to help your liver so Mm. your liver is your largest detox organ it constantly is detoxifying you know when people go on detoxes I think it's great but you also want to keep in mind your body is always detoxing Mm. it's just good to help it out Mm -hmm. so like dandelion root and milk thistle Mm. or both herbs that are you maybe heard of those Mm -hmm. are really good for your liver I actually started taking a liver supplement only a few months ago, and I've seen a huge change. Really? Yeah.
2: I took milk thistle for a little bit, and it fucking hurt. Really? Like, it, like, caused me pain in my liver. Oh, interesting. Because it's, like, also, too, like, people take it who are drug addicts. Really? To, like, get, like, things processed through their system much more quickly. Right, that's true. Maybe it was too high of concentration, and I don't need it, but it literally hurt. It was crazy. Yeah. But that's, like, me just, like, thinking I'm, like,
3: Claire's skin. I'll take anything. You know,
2: like, I don't need to take that.
3: I'm actually glad you brought that up because I think, like, it's easy to to read articles. Yeah. And and kind of think I need to try what works for everyone else. Like, at the end of the day, some things work for some people and other things work Mm -hmm. for other people. And so, no, there's nothing that's the perfect solution for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, there really isn't. So, I think it's, like, you can try something and then... You have to listen to how your body's reacting. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you paid attention enough to know that your mm-hmm. liver hurt, like how many people would even notice? Yeah. You know, like yeah, you would just think, like, my stomach hurts. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, like, whoa.
2: Yeah. Are there any supplements that you take? Like, what are your thoughts on supplements? Yeah. And like supplementing minerals and vitamins?
3: Sure, sure. I mean, I think primarily trying to get as many vitamins from your food. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, having living food, like a green juice every day or a green smoothie, um, you know, getting, like, a full rainbow of color. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was part of my business name, Color Me Complete, like, really eating the rainbow. Um, yeah, but beyond that, you know, unfortunately, the, like, integrity of our soil now isn't what it used to be, mm. um, and so it's hard to get all of our vitamins from our food, mm. um, especially, you know, the biggest thing, kind of going back to what we were talking about before with your gut health mm-hmm. is probiotic for me. Mm. So I take a daily probiotic. I pretty much will recommend that to every client what I What kind of brand with. do you use? Um, I love, actually it's a brand that's right here in Santa Monica. New Metabolism okay. is this company and they make everything in California. I really trust the brand because with supplements it can do way more harm than good okay. if you are getting low quality stuff. Totally. You know, you look at a lot of supplements and just the list of additives is, like, you don't, there's no business that, you know, vegetable oils and and yeah. gelatin, like, all these things don't need to be added to right. your supplements. So, so yeah. So,
2: vegetable oils and gelatin shouldn't be in there. Is there anything else?
3: Um, I'm trying to think. Just a lot of, like, a lot of supplements will have corn syrup added. Yeah. will have, you know, like why? red five and yellows yes. and, you know, all the coloring, you know, yeah. stuff that you would never really want to seek out I and mean, you're taking this as a supplement not a dessert like yeah you want
2: to that's keep like it as it's ha- can. candy coated mm-hmm. which yeah is fucking weird exactly so yeah. if you just
1: swallow it you would be yeah.
2: right, it. i did suck on it last. laugh yes yeah, so <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you suck on it because yeah, right? right?
1: it
3: tastes good yeah right exactly it it. i was like i knew <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Gosh, it probably helps us crave it, right? Exactly. Can you with it. Like that's like
2: ODs because of that. You know, like mm. children. Yeah, that's like a complete hazard for children.
3: Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It's okay. A probiotic. New metabolism. Um, new metabolism. Oh, yeah, they're they're great. And Derek Johnson, the founder, mm-hmm. he's um, he's awesome, and he's like the specialist in all the lab work and blood, you know, testing and so I will actually refer a lot of clients to them mm-hmm. and we'll work together so it's fun. Awesome. Yeah, because I don't do that side of it as yeah. much. Yeah.
2: And lab work and blood um, testing does that mean like testing your blood
3: and like your hormones Yeah, so or full, yeah, like a full panel of blood work to look at right. what's going on hormonally. Um, I think it's great to for people to do, you know, as glamorous as it is again, mm-hmm. stool testing yeah. to see, you know, what's going on with their digestion. Like kind of start with the approach of what's looking at what you're eating and then go from there you know one step at a time um digestive enzymes are really helpful um basically a lot of us lack certain enzymes to break down certain groups of food so mm. taking an enzyme for clients who are really struggling with digestion mm. it's mm. like a little bit of a band-aid but it's also super helpful and not harmful at all for your body mm. you know to have that to give your body the, di- the enzymes it needs like i'll always travel with those um, mm. anytime i'm eating nice. out yeah mm. Uh, it's just like a little, like a little, uh, I don't know, support structure for yourself. Do you have most of your clients like take allergy tests Mm -hmm. or
1: food sensitivity tests, or do you just kind of do process of elimination from the get go?
3: Yeah, we, I do mostly the elimination, you know, at home observation and actually doing a really, you know, well done elimination diet at home where you take certain things out and pay attention and journal that can be more effective than blood work. So allergy testing and blood work can be really tricky. You know, it's not always accurate. There can be a lot of false positives. And so you can find out a lot at home. Um, but I'll always ask clients, you know, when was their last physical? And I will definitely recommend blood work to be done. You know, you want to rule out major things, but a lot of people I work with have already had a huge spectrum of Physical, you know, testing, blood work, all that, Mm -hmm. and they're still not feeling great. And that's where it's like, okay, what else is going on? Mm -hmm. Um, And let's just, you know, take out the obvious offenders that will probably be a problem for a little while and then see how you feel.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
3: That's better proof than anything. Like if they take out gluten for 14 days and feel amazing. I have a client, I mean, it's so cool to see when people Mm -hmm. discover, like, food allergies they had no idea they had. Like, I had a client do no dairy for 10 days, and then she put a splash of skin milk in her coffee and, like, had huge stomach issues. Really? I mean, like, instantly. Yeah, she had no idea. Dairy does yeah. Same thing with a client who took out gluten, and then she had a piece of whole wheat bread at lunch, at a work lunch, and she had to go home and take a two hour nap and, like, mm-hmm. take the rest of the day off. Really? Like, she just, yeah, our bodies, you know, are good at, like, putting up a fight until they're not. Totally. <laughs> so. Yeah. I've been realizing that with fake sugars, isn't mm. that weird? Like, whenever I have
2: fake sugars, I'll get a literally, like, a crash, like, right yeah. after where I'm exhausted. Interesting. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. So I'm trying to, like, cut that out.
3: Yeah. It's good that you're paying attention. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean,
2: I'm, like, sleeping on the keyboard. When it comes so. to fake
1: sugars, I mean, are
2: you... Yeah, what are your thoughts on those? Like,
1: obviously, Splenda bad, but in terms of, like, Stevia, and mm-hmm. are Trivia. there certain Stevia brands that, like, are not good...
3: I like, um, I I definitely turn to stevia a lot, you know, to replace sugars Mm -hmm. because it's a sugar alcohol. It's all natural. It's not, it doesn't affect our blood sugar like agave, which is Mm. just a huge marketing (laughs) campaign to make it look like a health food. I mean, I used to like put it in everything. I would Mm -hmm. like load up on agave when it first came out, like before I studied nutrition, really realized like, okay, my body's breaking this down the same way as it breaks down corn syrup. Like I need to chill out. Yeah. Um, But yeah, stevia is great for that. I like just getting the liquid stevia in the glass bottle because the packets, you know, in a pinch, if you're at a coffee place and they have that and you Mm -hmm. want something sweet, that's fine. But um, they're just more heavily processed. So when you can use pure stevia, I mean, I've literally just thrown it in my purse and taken it on trips, like the glass droppers. Um, Mm -hmm. Sweet leaf, I know is one brand I've used. As long as it's a pure, ideally organic, 100% stevia leaf extract extract. You should be good. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool.
3: And yeah, the artificial Swenda, Sweet and Low. Isn't it crazy those? how, lo- I mean,
1: I cannot believe that Starbucks is still, I know Starbucks is like mm-hmm. mainstream mm-hmm. chain, but just certain brands or chains are still putting out. Oh,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. Most places. Planda's just.
2: Oh, and, too, like, Starbucks, also their coconut milk. Have you, like, read the Uh, ingredients? It's, like, radioactive. I cannot. It's literally fucking radioactive. I just, it bothers me when big companies and organizations take advantage of people's will to want to eat better. Uh, And literally fuck them. So it's, like, someone's, like, I would love to eat a little better. I'm going to go with coconut milk instead of milk. And then Starbucks is, like, yeah, fuck you because we're going to make this, like, out of, like... Gasoline, yeah, and put white coloring in it,
3: right? Mm-hmm. You know
2: that's like the most annoying part uh-huh. of like uh-huh. all of that. Remember I, um, yeah. oh, those chips made with Olestra? Do you remember that? They were like <laughs> they were chips made with Olestra, and they were fat. Olestra. Oh, they, it was like a new thing. They were fat-free potato chips made with Uh Alestra, and they were, like, fat-free, very low-calorie. It was, like, a huge thing. And everyone was, like, oh, my God, like, fat-free, low-calorie potato chips. And they made everyone shit their pants. Uh, Oh, no. So they had to recall them because everyone was, like, literally shitting their pants. It was, like, a huge thing, I remember. I was, like, yeah.
3: Yeah, I I remember looking – I do not remember. This was, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> Back in the day. Uh, looking at the matcha latte at mm-hmm. Coffee Bean. And I think in the small, there was 50 grams of sugar. A mm. small, like, yeah. added sugar. And people think, okay, I'm gonna get matcha, this is really healthy for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, yeah, it's a bummer. And thankfully, some brands are doing a better job of, posting ingredients, making it more visible. Mm. Um, but it's it's challenging, you know? It's, mm-hmm. like, really the best thing I tell everybody I work with you can do is just start learning how to read ingredients, mm-hmm. you know?
2: What um, would you tell, like, them? Like, how should we read ingredients?
3: Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with it, find out what it is, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Get curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's a list of more than, you know, in an ideal world, we eat every food has less than five ingredients. What? But that's not always realistic yeah so it's more about recognizing the ingredients um seeing where sugar knowing all the forms of sugar like all the names it can have you know it's like you see like fruit juice uh, i'm trying to think of some of the ones that are like the most tricky mm. um you get a lot of the you know brown rice syrup you're like oh brown rice it's just mm. sugar another form of sugar you know mm. even honey like there's some health benefits with honey but not when it's overwhelmingly, you know, present in a food mm. and it's just going to be a ton of sugar. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'll say look at the ingredients. How many are there? Do you recognize them? Are there a laundry list of preservatives, mm. chemical additives, um, coloring, anything fake, you know, that's really going to be a big red flag. And then track that to the nutrition facts, you know. Mm-hmm. And how many people actually know how to like read nutrition facts and what it means? They make it pretty hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And thankfully the For the first time ever, I don't know if you guys heard, starting in 2018, uh, added sugars will be a separate category on nutrition Mm, labels. Cool. Because right now, it just says sugar. So, for Mm -hmm. example, like in this green juice, we see 11 grams of sugar. We know that this is just from the fruit. So, it's not as bad as, you know, if it were 11 grams Mm -hmm. of, like, cane syrup that was, you know, poured in there. Um, So... Yeah, if something has more than 10 grams of sugar in it, think twice Mm -hmm. before eating it. That's a really good general rule of thumb. And you can, a nice little trick, if you look at a nutrition label, you'll see total carbohydrates on one line. Mm -hmm. And you'll see a percentage of daily value next to it. Yep. And then you'll see dietary fiber underneath it and a percentage there. So the percentage of dietary fiber of your daily value should be higher than the percentage of your total carbs. As in, like, let's say it's a nutrition, like, snack bar, yeah. protein bar. Right. If the fiber is higher, that means that a lot of those carbs are coming, you know, are accompanied by fiber. So mm-hmm. it could be like apple that's high carb, but there's so much fiber mm-hmm. in an apple, so that's gonna slow down your, you know, spike from the food. Your blood sugar mm-hmm. one sp- spike is high. Okay. So you you want to have fiber. You want to have protein, you want to get your greens, you know, Mm -hmm. probably just try and keep things as simple as you can Mm -hmm. um, is the best thing, advice I give people, you know. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on the Atkins diet? (laughs) (laughs) Bacon all day. Yeah, I actually eat bacon wrapped in a a
2: burger. Are are you
1: mostly like vegetarian, vegan, or I know I read, Uh was it 75%?
3: Exactly. About yeah,
1: 74.6%. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Close.
3: <laughs> I've learned that my body and all of our bodies are not the same at all times. And yeah. so we, I mean, look at women, for example, like the mm. fact that we go through this crazy hormonal cycle every month, yet we try and like be the same all the time. Mm. It's just totally unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up vegetarian. I have an uncle who's vegan and the founder of this amazing environmental organization and what's it called um it's called healthy planet Cool. so he's he's amazing he's been vegan for like 30 something years um and because of that you know that was a huge impact on our family you know we learned everything from him so i owe a lot of what i do now to that upbringing um we still ate fish in my house growing up but My mom was, like, juicing beets and greens as a kid and, like, ordering from a health co-op. Truckloads would come and all of that. But since then, um, I would say I'm still primarily plant-based, as in, yeah, the 75% thing. I try and use that number to say when you have a plate, three-quarters of your plate should ideally be plants. And then that last 25% depends on how you're feeling. I feel my best when I do have some animal protein. Um, I think it's really important to do organic, to do grass-fed. You know, factory farming is a huge no-no, and there's issues for our bodies, for the environment. So I will always try and, you know, get the smaller farm organic locally raised Mm -hmm. product. I know often that means spending more on it, but it's one of those areas that I'm willing to do that, you know. Otherwise, I would rather not have it, you know, than have, like, really cheap meat. Um, But, yeah, like, I've been – I've just been so – into experimenting and like some weeks i really don't like even can't even stand the sight of an egg and then Mm -hmm. other days i'm like i want three eggs for breakfast Mm -hmm. i think it's cool that our bodies Mm -hmm. are just into whatever feels right at that moment Mm -hmm. and um for me when i eat enough protein and i can get that most efficiently from animal proteins i feel like i can take on the world you know Mm -hmm. i feel like stable i feel focused and Mm -hmm. um but you can get that from a vegan diet too. You just kind of, I think you need to know, you know, get smart. You know, know where you're getting your protein from. Because I've had too many people that decide to go vegetarian or vegan. And then they're getting no protein. They're eating, you know, pasta and cheese if they're vegetarian all day. And, you know, they're just not really thinking about health. Mm-hmm. Um, so either way you go, you can be unhealthy or healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't think one's the right answer. But um, just having more awareness of of like categories of nutrients and mm-hmm. like starting starting your day with fat and protein especially fat i think is so finally we're getting away from the whole low fat craze. oh my god right oh my god yeah we see like 100 wheat thins. yeah
2: we're gonna yeah. eat 100 low fat wheat bin? oh you know my god right? totally they, they add, add
3: like nine grams of sugar because they take the fat away. oh yeah
2: like yeah. we'd buy reduced fat peanut it's butter weirdest right. shit I've nine ever grams heard. of sugar right.
3: Isn't that bizarre?
2: Low-fat Low-fat was weird. I know. Yeah, it's weird. So weird. Yeah.
3: it's pretty much the reason for the growing obesity and diabetes and everything behind that.
2: Great question. That's a great question. It started in the 80s with, yeah. Now it's fiber. Now Mm -hmm. it's, like, I think fiber's really hot. Like, I think we're finally getting to, like, fiber being the most important. Yeah. Fiber, fat,
3: protein, and greens. Yeah. You know, those four categories. But... Yeah, the fat, like, try starting your day an I tell everybody, within the first 30 minutes to an hour with, like, a tablespoon of some kind of fat. Could be an avocado, could be almond butter, could be coconut oil, mm-hmm. even. And what that does, like, coconut oil, for example, putting it in the whole, like, bulletproof craze, mm-hmm. um, the idea of using coconut oil in tea or coffee or just having, like, coconut butter, which is just pureed coconut on, you know. Mm-hmm in the morning first thing, it actually really helps our metabolism for the day. It kind of like resets blood sugar. It tells your body that you're not starving. And so it kind of keeps it keeps it burning, keeps it going. Mm-hmm. I think um, my body knows. Yeah. <laughs> my body's pretty good at that. <laughs> yep. Like we're good. Yeah. We're good for until Christmas. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that one. Um,
2: okay, so I wanted to talk about what else did I want to talk about besides the, the coconut oil thing Threw me? off. Oh, I wanted yeah, to, yeah. for you, both of you, Lindsay, too, to walk through, like, a day of, like, what you guys eat. Because I know that actually, so my post on you and what you ate in a day as a fitness instructor, as a fit model, working out five times a day sometimes did so well on 100 block. Wow. And so for you as, like, a perfect human, <laughs> second perfect human, like, what do you guys eat in a day? <laughs>
3: Go for it. Uh, let's see. It it varies. It's not mm-hmm. obviously the same, but a typical today, I'll look at today for example. So, I will usually work out in the morning. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's always about figuring out what to eat before a workout. Mm. I'm sure this is like story of your life. I can't even imagine five hours yeah, of what class do you a day eat for five workouts. Yeah, what do you eat basically? Because <laughs> yeah. you're always mm-hmm. before a workout. Um, so like this morning, I woke up and I was out of the house within 20, 30 minutes to go take a bar class, and I did. A tablespoon of almond butter with some bee pollen mm-hmm. on it, um, which is like super weird, but I love it. So, gonna see ya? It's similar. So yeah. bee, yeah, need to get some bee, uh, pollen. yeah, farmers that's markets true. around Our here. Um, it's great because it's a little energy boost because it's rich in B vitamins. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's 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 mm-hmm. great to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. Just have something because I don't enjoy working out on an empty stomach, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of the blood sugar crash. Mm-hmm. And you know if you notice like if you don't eat enough first thing you're bound to overeat the rest of the day mm-hmm. oh yeah it just never you never feel satisfied mm-hmm. um so then after a workout I'll almost always have a smoothie a green smoothie for breakfast um if I'm really cold or you know we live mm-hmm. in LA so that doesn't happen much yeah, yeah, like maybe I'll do oatmeal but almost every day it's a smoothie this morning it was um I posted a picture of it actually mm-hmm. it was A matcha smoothie. So Mm. that was the first time I've I've gotten into matcha lately. I'm not Mm. a big caffeine person, but I'll just do a little bit. So it has very low caffeine, and it has L-theanine, which is really good for your mood and like Mm. a focused kind of low burn caffeine rather than what coffee does. Um, So I will do. Greens. I have a smoothie formula in my in my real food mm-hmm. reset program where I break down like do this much fat, this much protein, this mm. much greens. I'll always put a plant protein powder in my sh- in my smoothies in the morning. Um, I love like a pea hemp blend of different plants so that you get all your amino acids. Which is a brand you like? I alternate, bounce around, I but I really like Sun Warrior yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. I've been using their organic classic plus, mm-hmm. I think it is. Um, Vega is pretty good. Um, Garden of yeah, yeah. Life. Yeah, Garden of Life. Raw meal. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of good ones. kind of like finding what flavor you like. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just get plain hemp protein. Mm-hmm. So hemp and soy are the only two plant sources that have all of your essential amino acids. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of good to keep in mind. Um but, yeah, smoothie, about 16-ounce smoothie, and that is filling. I mean, I'm putting nuts yeah. in there. I'm putting seeds. I'm putting, you know, a lot of fat, actually, and it's mm-hmm. great. It's really filling, fat, protein, greens. Um, and then for snack, if I want a snack, you know, maybe I'll have a piece of fresh fruit like an apple. Um, I've tried to stay away from, you know, crackers and chips. If I really do want a cracker, I just recently tried Julian's Bakery. This mm-hmm. awesome brand. They make. Um, paleo crackers that are like almond meal and coconut mm. flour. Those are great. And they make these paleo wraps that are just made with coconut meat and that's it. They're really? amazing. They're like little Shut crepes. Up. Yeah. They're like crepes and I put yeah. just almond butter and then roll them up thin and like those little like long... Or do you get um. those Whole Foods? I order from Thrive Market. Thrive. Oh, you do? Oh, get really? them at Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah. The love Thrive the yeah. Thrive. I want to do that. Yeah. Um, and then lunch is almost always some kind of a salad. I mean, I notice that i feel the best when i keep protein not too heavy at lunchtime mm-hmm. so maybe like three or four ounces of a protein um tuna or salmon like a canned wild salmon is really easy that's what i did for lunch today mm-hmm. so i just did some kind of cruciferous veggie. so cabbage i did purple cabbage like broccoli cabbage those are cruciferous they're the fiber mm-hmm. they're really high in fiber purple cabbage romaine lemon olive oil and tuna um, and I had some seaweed salad. Seaweed's great because it has a lot of minerals um, and calcium, which is important, especially for women. Mm-hmm. So I just threw that together. Um, usually it's like five minutes, you know, like <laughs> try and keep it really quick at lunch. Sometimes an egg, um, sometimes not. I didn't have one today. I actually had an egg, hard boiled egg, as a snack at like three hours after lunch today. Mm-hmm. So I try and never go more than four hours without eating. Usually it's more like three depends on the day and how active I am but I know for me for most of us if we go more than four we're going to crash mm. um, so I'll have that and then uh, I had the egg and, and because we were doing this I just kind of left it at, left it at that and I'll probably have my husband actually made some butternut squash soup oh. at my request tonight yeah. so, and he was very frustrated because it was burning yeah. it was yeah, yeah. How do you but, do Roast a butternut squash. You know, you can uh-huh. get the cubes already cleaned. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was his biggest complaint, that he was trying to, like, scrape it out. Oh. And it was, like, oh. a total mess. you like, see you later. I gotta Be go. back in two hours. Exactly. <laughs> Good luck with this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you just do squash, carrot, onion, and fresh ginger, and puree it. Mm-hmm. Immersion blenders, the thing that you put mm-hmm. in the pot, and it blends it so you don't mm-hmm. have to, like, transfer and burn yourself. It's just, like, so much oh, better. Um and he roasted up some chicken, so I'll maybe have a little piece of that. So, yeah, try and do carbs earlier in the day, and, and then at night lean into the protein for recovery. Um, if I'm going to have meat, it's probably going to be at night, uh, like more than I would during during lunch because it takes a lot longer to digest. So, try and kind of eat. You know the heavier meal at night, but not too close to bed. Mm. So, like last night, I made the terrible mistake. And it's I love sharing these things because just because I know what to do doesn't mean I always do it. Totally. So last night we um, had like a, ended up having a really late dinner. Oh, we watched the debates, and then we're like, mm-hmm. okay, we're starving, so we got Chipotle. And I will say, you know, you can get a Chipotle burrito bowl and do pretty well. One hundred percent. Skip the I skipped the rice. I did beans, chicken, veggies. Kept it pretty simple. But still that was at nine o'clock and mm-hmm. then went to bed at eleven and just I was up most of the night. Like yeah. stomach just when you when you start doing things the right way and you start like you know not eating before bed and then you do that, mm-hmm. like forget so I it. I have nightmares. Me too. That's, yeah. Maybe that's what's been yep. giving me nightmares. If you eat too I'm close to bed too late, bed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have horrible I have nightmares. Crazy nightmares. Hundred yeah. percent. That's yeah. what it is then. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, you know, and then when those things happen, mm-hmm. like with the Chipotle, it's kind of like, I need to remind myself what I tell all my clients, which is like, get over it, stop judging yourself next for time. it next day yeah. and learn from it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, now I really do know that that affects me. And maybe mm-hmm. next time I will have either no meat in it and just veggies or I'll have no beans, you know, like kind of mm-hmm. just be your own best investigator and be like, okay, this is cool. I recovered and now we can learn from this. So, yeah, that's, I, that. I guess, my day in a nutshell. I love eating. that. Yeah.
2: You eat very well. But I think for you, too, it's, like, consistency. You know, like, it knowing is. it's just, like, the consistency of it. Yeah. And which is so key.
3: And then, like, letting yourself enjoy indulgences. Mm-hmm. Like, we went out of town this weekend for mm-hmm. our anniversary, and we got pizza for dinner. I hadn't mm-hmm. had it for a long time. But yeah. I was just like, was like, this is great. You yeah. really enjoy it. Yeah. And then get back on track tomorrow and it's not even get back on track because it's not off track it's totally. just like you know like it's really about I, I just see so many people who they like kind of binge on the weekends and then restrict all week and it's just a cycle it never ends and so it's like instead of after a night where maybe you ate something you don't normally eat and you don't feel great don't limit your calories the next day mm-hmm. like increase your nutrients like shift mm. that, you know, because mm. the calorie limiting is just gonna link to another binge. Yeah, mm. that's a game changer. Yeah,
2: I, I love that.
1: Nutrients. Yeah. yeah, what are you eating today, Lindsay Lou? What do I eat in a day? Um, I'll go. I'll, I'll go with mine today. Mm-hmm. I woke up super early mm-hmm. to drive down to Newport, so i uh, today was like on the go. Yeah, like figuring out how that's to hard. eat.
3: That's hard. Yeah, that's on really the challenging.
1: So I, what I do is I pack. My bottled water, and I make a my homemade like um, cold pressed coffee. Mm. I do the chameleon. Mm. Ah, I love that so good. The mocha so good. So I do that with almond milk and just a little stevia. Mm -hmm. So have it with me. Um, I do Siggy's yogurt with um, paleo granola and. Mm A dollop. Have you tried nuts, though? <sighs> I you, could eat the whole are jar. You freaking addicted. It's like, a problem. It's a, <laughs> It's like a fifteen dollar <laughs> nut butter it's and it, that I will get every yeah. single. Like, so good. And yeah. Probably once every two weeks. Yeah. So I do like a dollop of that and raspberries, and I just like mix mm. it all together in a little. Yep. plastic thing and I eat it mm. on the road it's so dangerous
2: <laughs> every time I go in Lindsay's cars, yogurt <laughs> yogurt I'm like, <laughs> I'm like hey, sorry girl. about the yogurt I'm like yogurt by your feet every time <laughs> <laughs> sorry
3: like, about the yogurt <laughs> gladware sorry It um, <laughs> oh, reminds me of my roommate in college who had those dailies contact lines they were just oh, everywhere at me. all times um, That's me. I
2: have dailies. I always <laughs> take my condes like kind of and and I like, flick them on Justin. I'm
3: yeah. like, <laughs> of the little plastic pieces. Oh, I'm like, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not mean to do yeah. <laughs> No, I totally did that all the time.
1: Oh, God. Um, so I had that. Then I taught. I had that probably around 6 30, and then I mm-hmm. taught at 8 um, I, Right after teaching, I went to Whole Foods and I grabbed. Um, egg whites, because they, like, serve – are still serving breakfast. So Mm -hmm. egg whites, um, some, like, sautéed vegetables that they had, um, and fruit. So I had, like, watermelon, um, cantaloupe, and, like, a big spoonful of grapes. Not spoon, but whatever Uh thing of grapes. Um, Because I love sweet – like, I am a sweet tooth always. And I'm, like, if – and usually, this is the thing. That's why I know I need to hydrate better, too, like – my hydration makes me want, like, things that, in my mind,
2: mm-hmm. have a
1: lot of water in them. So I love watermelon. I right. love mm. grapes. I love, like, yeah. any fruit that feel, I don't know, it's mm-hmm. just, like, satisfying to me in that way. Right. I'm like, well, vegetables have water, too, Lindsay. So you mm-hmm. can probably, <laughs> You're good job. probably eat more vegetables. But um, I for lunch, I definitely go into, like, veggie mode. So yeah. I, today I did, um, what an idea! Oh, I did sweet potato noodles and zucchini noodles mm, and just, like, sautéed mm, them. Yeah. Um, it takes literally five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I do, like, olive oil, salt, pepper, yeah. little salt, and a lot of pepper. Um, and ate that. And literally, like, clockwork fiber. Just, like, mm, uh, yeah It's, like, one of those things where it's I, amazing. Need, yeah. I need to be regular or else I get... I'll shut down, right? I, I shut down. down. I, I, mm-hmm. like, I get in my head. I'm like, I wait, what's going I on? Am I stressed? Mean. Am I... Like holding on to something, I get yeah, all yeah. like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so. <laughs> I feel you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Talk about it's that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about what your poop should look like. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then I taught at 5 o'clock or 5.30. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was it. So I've had between like that sweet potato, nothing in between. So.
3: Yeah.
1: Feeling okay. Feeling just like dehydrated yeah, yeah. today, you know. Yeah. So some days I do better than others. Like for dinner, I got like a Mother Earth bowl from Flower Child. So right. it'll be like sweet potatoes, avocado, fa- a little farro. Um, Love farro. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just like veggies. I forget yeah. What other veggies are in there? Oh, snap peas. I got. Um, I keep like lots of veggies to the end of the day. I'm mm-hmm. like craving them more towards the end yeah. of the day. My fruits are like more. The beginning half, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I do love dessert, so if I know that I'm like down for dessert, and, like, right? I kind of allow myself to have it earlier in the de- mm-hmm. meaning, like yeah, give permission earlier, so I don't overeat. Mm-hmm. I'll just have like almond milk ice cream, yeah. like a little scoop, or um, fruit. Yeah, like I'll kind of reintroduce the fruit again, like a frozen grapes or a frozen banana whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. But yeah, I think, you know, we were talking about skin health, and yeah. that's one of your passions. Like, I just wonder, with the fruit, like, whether, I do eliminate dairy for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right. I love
2: a little
3: cheese. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't do milk
1: anymore, sure. any of that. But have you found that, like, mm-hmm. sugar and dairy are, like, main culprits in terms of
3: diet? I think so. For skin, yeah. Yeah, I think also, like you said, keeping your body regular is so mm-hmm. key um, for skin. Oh. And so... Actually, like, food combining principles. I don't know if you're familiar with that. The idea of, like, when you eat protein. So the one thing I'd say, like, eating, and I'm not, like, picking apart your day. I think you're amazing, you know. (laughs) No, I need it. Eating, like, melon or another fruit with egg white, for example. Like, in the same meal, basically melon and fruit digests really quickly. Like, 20 Mm -hmm. minutes, our body is, like, processed, done. And then protein, like egg whites, takes longer. And so... If you think of it um, like you have your eggs first and then you have your fruit or having fruit for dessert, it can actually really kind of slow things down because your body's working on digesting that animal protein or whatever protein you've had. Mm -hmm. And the fruit's just kind of sitting on top, like fermenting, you know. And so gas, bloating, a lot of that can be from combining too much in the same meal. Mm. Um, So Almost like, you know, like I actually had some fresh strawberries in the house yesterday and I grabbed them to have as a little snack before my workout. I just wanted, you know, right. some fresh fruit. It's mm-hmm. true. The hydration is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but then trying to have that separate from, you know, okay. your eggs. You might want to try that. Yeah. Um, a great Because it helps yeah. digestion just run a little mm-hmm. more smoothly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and fruit in general. I mean, you're so active and you're sweating so much that I wouldn't obsess over, like, I need to eat less fruit. I would mm-hmm. focus more on, like, the processed sugar and right. see about keeping that to a minimum. Right. Um, I love doing, like, frozen bananas mm-hmm. in a food processor and getting banana ice cream. Mm-hmm. We were tried that. Oh, yeah. So, Do you just so take good. the banana and put it in? And yeah, and in? eventually it gets, like, softer. Like, it gets really? all whipped, and I like right. putting cacao in there, yeah. hash, cinnamon, walnuts, yeah, whatever. It's delicious. Yeah, um... Yeah, there's this. There's more and more chocolate. I don't know if you guys are chocolate lovers, mm. but the like chocolate coming out that is lower sugar. You know, really dark mm. chocolate or mm-hmm. there's that monk fruit sweetened. one. Yeah, what do you think about monk fruit? Um, I think it's great for everything okay. we know about it so far. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's that brand, the monk fruit brand, Lacanto yeah. I think. Yeah, they have a chocolate bar. Um, sometimes the sugar alcohols for some people will cause digestive Mm -hmm. issues. You Mm -hmm. have to pay attention. I can have a little bit and be fine. Um, I like to just keep a bar in my freezer for Mm -hmm. when I want a square, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you do have to be careful Mm -hmm. because it can be an issue for some people. But yeah, I think, I think for skin that the dairy, um, like with yogurt, trying goat milk or sheep's milk yogurt Mm -hmm. instead of cow milk, um, Mm -hmm. can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Getting the unsweetened yogurt, which sounds like you do anyway. I think the sickies is... Is it? Mm-hmm. I think is it is. Is it? It's Icelandic? I think, yeah, yeah, I actually don't think, I think it's cow, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. okay. Try Bellwether Farms is one okay. that you'll probably see. That's a sheep's milk one, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, but yeah, I'm okay, pretty great. sure. Um, the reason is that cows and sheeps have much more similar... Um, Enzyme makeups, you know, they're to, to mm-hmm. humans. And so their milk is some more similar to our home. So mm-hmm. if you're going to do yogurt, that's a great way to do it. It's really high protein. Um, cool. Yeah. I think that's great.
0: A good. Yeah. Should we talk about poop? Yeah. yeah. What should yeah. our poop
2: look like? Your fave? <laughs> it should I fall. think my poop's good. But yeah, like, it's really good.
1: But I, but I don't know. Because sometimes yeah. it's completely different. Sometimes, like, so, so tell me this. Right. Like, one time I heard Oprah say...
2: But you're gonna be <laughs> making You're gonna talk about the noises you made. One time I heard it. <laughs> no.
3: Tell us about the slides.
1: Yeah,
2: she, like it should be like a banana,
1: like solid, right? Yeah. But there are some days when it just almost feels like I ate and it just went right through. Right. And it's like, PC.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There's there's I'll something learn. called like bowel transit time, and that's like how long it takes from when you eat something to when you're pooping. You know when it's coming out and. Um, if it's happening too quickly, like sometimes yeah. that means, you know, you something was just too much for your system. Okay. Like let's say you have a ton of fiber and a huge cup of coffee at the same time and it's just like like <laughs> 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 here we go with the sound effects. So mm-hmm. it just like Brilliant. goes right through you. Okay. Like that's not necessarily ideal, you know. Yeah, like so um, you're not absorbing any Right. So, yeah, food's kind of passing through too quickly, potentially. Um, That's like with the nervous stomach, like getting constipated or diarrhea. Like either one can happen. Um, But, yeah, I think definitely the banana analogy is kind of good, you know, like fully formed. It should be really easy. You know, there should be no pushing involved. Right. There should be no pain. I think that's a big wake-up thing for guys, especially. Oh, my God. They sit there for They sit there, and I'm like, out. what are you doing in there? Like, <laughs> I think they just like to relax. Maybe. 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 But I feel like, like it's, like, freedom. Every advice. boyfriend I've had, they're like, you are the fastest. Yeah. Because, like, when you go, it's ready to come out. Go, yes. Yeah. You yeah. just yeah. go. That's good. Yeah. So, usually – One common thing is people increase fiber, but don't increase enough water to go with the fiber. Mm. And then it can have the opposite impact and you just feel totally Uh, stuffed. Constipated, yeah. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I think when you're not actually going every day, you're constipated. Like, people don't really think that. They're like, oh, I just go, yeah. like, every other day. It's Ooh, like, no, God. that needs to change. And not just once a day. Ideally, two or three times a day. I mean, those really? are the days when I feel my best. Yeah, It's too. just your body's just working. And yeah. Yeah. Like, noticing what things slow that down mm. and then saying, maybe Uh-oh, I need to be. Yeah. Sometimes. Totally. Mm-hmm eating like shit slows it down for me yeah taking not taking enough time after you eat to just like chill out i mean mm. that's obviously hard yeah. to do but like if you rest rest and digest that idea of like eating something and then letting your body break it down like right. i know on my mornings that i have to get up and go like i'm not gonna go to the bathroom and then sometimes it just never happens you know yeah. it's like I've started to wake up earlier just to give myself time to eat and then still have 30 minutes at home where I can, yeah. like, do emails or whatever, but let my food, like, work through me and go to the bathroom and then start my day. Yeah. That's an yeah. ideal day. Does it always happen? No. but Yeah. I think that's a huge So Especially one. in a workout class. Yeah. We talk about that. Like, if you've... That's tough. It's everything. No one wants to, like, yeah. feel gassy and bad to a
2: Yeah, workout yeah I feel like it is interesting. If it doesn't happen, the worry doesn't happen. Yeah, and my workouts
3: are worse when I haven't gotten to that hundred percent. like, slow. cannot move. Totally. Yeah, I know. Magnesium is really helpful supplement yeah. for
2: that. Yeah, I take that. It helps so much. I also yeah. take lysine.
3: Okay. Amino acid,
2: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um... Um, Okay, I just have a selfish question. So I want to talk about, like, and this is kind of back to what you were talking about at the beginning with Mm -hmm. your clients in, like, understanding what their goals are, like, what they want to feel. Like, I feel like I have a problem with Mm self-talk and kind of, like, the constant conversation I have in my head about food and, like, my relationship with food I feel like is so – this is, like, getting personal, but it's so deeply rooted in, like, my childhood and, like, my Mm -hmm. past – in my family and my upbringing that it's like I don't even know how I'd begin to start changing the the conversation that I'm having with myself what is that just like it's like you're never gonna be a certain way or like you need to be a certain way or like like that food is like a treat and it's like a pleasure thing so like it's like It's, like, a joy for me. And I know food should be joyful, but it's, like, in a way that, like, I don't know if it's – that's good because I could find – I need to find something else that would be more joyful. You know what I mean?
3: Right.
2: And just, like, you – I don't know. Just, like, the conversations that I have about, like, my head as it was related
3: to, like, diet and weight that aren't helpful. Right. I think putting those beliefs on paper is a really good start. Yeah. really – being honest with yourself about what limiting beliefs you have. Yeah. I mean I think that that goes a really long way and then asking the question how is this belief serving me? Mm. Because we usually think like oh I have this belief I can't believe I have it like it's so stupid that I think this like I know I shouldn't think this Mm -hmm. but I do and we're focused on the fact that like we shouldn't think that but we usually don't hold on to a belief unless it's serving us in some way Mm -hmm. like in what way is having the limiting belief that like I don't know if maybe you can give me an example, Mm -hmm. but, you know, my, for me, it was like having this limiting belief that, um, I couldn't, you know, just do my own thing, start my own business because, you know, like it always came back to that stuff for me. Um, or I couldn't just be myself, you know, someone else has done it better, whatever it is, like on the surface, I'm like, those are such stupid beliefs. I want to, I want to change those. Mm -hmm. But underneath it, those beliefs were keeping me safe as long as I didn't have to, you know, challenge them, then I could just stay comfortable. Mm. Um, I, you know, didn't have to really put myself out there and take that risk. And so, kind of saying, maybe this limiting belief isn't just all bad. Maybe it's here to protect mm. me. Like, what have I associated with feeling? What kind of negative feelings if I go, if I do allow myself to get to that place where mm-hmm. I think I can't get, mm-hmm. you know? Am I, what am I scared of? You know, really kind of digging into Mm -hmm. that a little bit, journaling about that. Um, And then, and then this idea, and I learned this from um, my, life coach, Christine Hassler. She's amazing. I, like, just did a six-month mm-hmm. course with LA. her, but she... she in L.A.? Yeah, she's in L.A., and she's she a best-line author. You really, I mean, mm-hmm. she's, yeah, Expectation Hangover is her book. It's really? awesome, cool. yeah. And she started, her her first book was 20-something, 20-everything. It's all for, like, the 20-something-year-old really? women. Yeah. Um But she talks about reprogramming, which I think is so great, because basically you have this belief. We all have mm-hmm. these beliefs we walk around with. We have been programming those into our brains for 20-something years or longer, and we expect that, like, we should just be able to drop it and, like, move on and change, but you really have to kind of rewire your brain, reprogram it, so mm-hmm. I, I do this myself. I just started recently. Every day, I'll write my to-do list, but then I'll also write a to-be list, and the to be list is what do I want to be today? Because it's that same idea of like, yeah, I could fill my list of things I think I need to do or want to do or, you know, maybe really want to do. But what's most important is what do I want to be today? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then like rewiring that every day into your brain. Like, I want to be somebody who. Is focused on one task at a time. I want to be totally joyful in my job because I've chosen to do something that I love. I want to be gracious. I want to be whatever it is. Like, what are those values? What are those new beliefs? You know, I want to be somebody who can, you know, make a living doing what I love. Like, I think underneath it, a lot of days I have this belief that like, there's earning money and there's doing what you love and they're in these two separate baskets and so what I'm currently working on is rewiring that belief to say okay that's something I believe it's not the objective truth let's challenge that and let's tell my brain that that's not true every day and like look myself in the mirror and say that's not true and the only thing that's probably standing in the way is myself and the fact that I don't think it's possible yep um so yeah like kind of Starting with that, I mean, I hope that helps a little bit. Yeah.
2: Um, I had that, that money conversation is interesting, because I have that, too. Yeah. Like, that I need to, like, break through, Right. too. That's a challenging one. Right.
3: And, you know, we can spend and a lot of time. And that I deserve Yeah.
2: I deserve that. Right. You deserve that. You know, that's, like, very challenging. Yeah.
3: And we can spend a lot of time trying to just understand childhood issues. and I mean, I've spent tons of time thinking about that, mm-hmm. but sometimes we're best served, just kind of think about what we can do now. Mm. You know, maybe we won't understand why mm-hmm. to the core. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, we have these issues, but they're there, and we can focus more on like what we want to bring in and what we want to let go of, mm-hmm. than just trying to like obsess over the origin of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I love that. Yeah, that's amazing.
2: My last thing is, I guess, what would be one thing that you would tell people to do? So, for people listening, like tomorrow, if they could do one thing differently, what would you tell them? Mm.
3: Emotionally or nutrition-wise? Nutrition-wise. Okay. Um, One thing tomorrow, I would say, eat less sugar. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems really basic, Mm -hmm. but every major disease, heart disease, cancer, obesity, are all connected, not necessarily caused by, but connected Mm -hmm. with with sugar Mm -hmm. in the body and inflammation. And I would say to just start paying attention to how much you're eating in a day mm-hmm. because you can eat foods that all are packaged as health foods and still be getting so much more sugar than you should. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would probably be the first thing. Uh, and the, the only other thing that comes to mind would be to start a food journal mm-hmm. and just think about the fact that uh, you know more than you think. Your body is inherently really intuitive and your body can help you identify what you should be eating just Give it a chance and don't feel so helpless. Like a lot of a lot of us buy into the white coat syndrome. Like unless a doctor in a white coat tells us something, we just play totally dumb about our own bodies. Because we're we're told to in a way. So yeah, like <laughs> literally trust your gut. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and, and try and cut back on, on sugar.
1: I love that. Love that. Yeah. I would love to do a little insert mm-hmm. that we can insert at some point mm-hmm. in this conversation. Um because I don't think it's the ending mark, but um, 20s you
2: and 30s you mm. yeah so yeah yeah. 20s Daniela what were you like in your 20s mm-hmm. so like what was like a it funny could be thing. something specific sure
1: and something you know you're looking forward to how old are you again 29 29 you guys just got me yeah <laughs> oh boy if you were 30 you wouldn't yeah. have yeah. just looking forward <laughs> to Thank what you're up. scared about or you're just like
3: wondering yeah how mm-hmm. it's gonna go mm-hmm. go for it so, I thought about this on a little bit today because I know yeah. you guys do it. Yeah, I, love you. Uh, <laughs> I did my homework, Mom. Mom give me an A. It's actually <laughs> funny because that's exactly what was wrong with 20 something me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Do Damn it, a. I thought i changed. change. <laughs> um, I would say 20 something me just cared a lot, and this is like teen and early 20s, about who I needed to be for whoever I was around. Mm. Like, spent a lot of time. The whole, like, people pleasing thing. Just trying to make everybody else happy in terms of, like, be who I thought they wanted me to be. And so because of that, I think I spent so much time, like, obsessing over how cool this person is. And I need to act more like that when I'm with them. And then how this person, I need to be this way. And just Mm -hmm. really, like, worrying about pleasing everybody and not paying any attention to, like, who I actually am and what I actually want. Um, And... I had this belief that there was this, you know, elusive, like, objectively right or wrong way of doing things, and I think, you know, I, as a kid growing up, I did things, I able, I was able to achieve some certain things at a really high level. I was a classical musician, and we, like, my sisters and I had a string trio, and we did stuff that not other kids our age were doing, yeah. and then, you know, got into a great college, did all that, and because of it, I kind of I just thinking about this, I I think I bought into this belief that it's embarrassing to admit, but that I was almost like better than my own desires. Like I couldn't, I could only do certain jobs, like other things were just below me because Mm -hmm. of my education, because it it sounds so conceited now, but I think a lot of it is just was fear that like I had to be good at everything. So what if I actually did what I really wanted and I wasn't good at it? Mm -hmm. Um, So that was 20 something like afraid to just let people down, like I'll never forget um, this like embarrassing story where I was at work and in the elevator this like super sleazy guy asked me for my number and I was this was like out here in LA first year out here in my, in a relationship with my boyfriend no interest in this guy yet I was so paranoid to like let him down in that moment that I gave him my number and then had all this shame about like what was I doing I think that just really like know exactly. it's sad but it yeah. it sums up my like teen and 20 something year old mm-hmm. self of just like the fear of making somebody else upset and not giving them what they wanted mm-hmm. would dominate over like any desire i had and yeah. so i it's feel like a lot of that with guys
2: yeah. like it's like i It's like obviously you get ready and I'm like, look at like I'm like I don't want them to look at me because I don't want to let them down. Right. Isn't that weird? Like I don't want them to like hit on me because I don't or like look at me because I don't want to let them down because I'm not gonna have sex with them or I'm not gonna like talk to them. It's like a very weird thing. So interesting.
1: You know what I mean? Where some
2: girls like feed off of that. They love that. They which is not wrong, you know, to like love that or want that. But I like have a weird thing about that. Like I don't like when that I know I'm the same as you. Yeah. I feel like I owe them something.
3: Right and just like i don't know i think i found so much of my identity and who i was dating and mm. that like praise from somebody oh, yeah, else 20s. yeah seriously yeah. yeah yeah i mean not to go dark but yeah that's yeah. that's my 20 something yeah no that was like um, so on point yeah. About, yeah that okay. is so on point 30s yeah. 30s um, permission to just be me as cheesy as it sounds mm-hmm. like really to just believe that I can do anything mm-hmm. I want. And I think I had a, cause I had a moment a few years ago where I realized like I freaked out about turning 27. And I was wondering why I was freaking out. And I think it's that I had this alternate reality in which I like did everything that I really wanted to do and my life was a certain way and then it wasn't. And so now I think I'm less freaked out about turning 30 than I was t- about turning 27 because mm-hmm. I think I've actually taken steps to say I... Claim 100% responsibility for my reality. Like when you say that, and like it's, I have to remind myself that every day. But if you really take responsibility for your reality, then you realize the only thing standing in the way between what you want and where you are is usually some kind of limiting belief. Mm, so it's yes. cool because it's like, wow, I can change this so and then I can control. probably get, mm. yeah. Like I will, I look forward to just really setting big intentions, big goals, and welcoming those in like I think Mm -hmm. there's I never realized how powerful it is to set an intention and be really specific so I want to like be specific with what I want put it out there Mm -hmm. and then let it come like attract those opportunities Mm -hmm. something that scares me is the thought of kids and I've always loved kids Mm -hmm. I am excited to have my own kids at some point um I think I've realized one of the reasons – I think one of the reasons I love kids so much is that they're real and they're playful, and those are two of the things mm-hmm. I value. And so giving myself permission to be a kid and be playful puts off that stress of, like, I need to start a family now. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, I guess it's one of Do you of those feel pressure things. in any way? Like, parents, husband, mm-hmm. no friends, nothing? I, I really don't. Not yet. Yeah, I, like, my, one of my closest friends out here had a baby this morning, Mm -hmm. so, (laughs) yeah. And so I think what will naturally happen is you start seeing other people your age have kids, Mm -hmm. and it seems less daunting, but um, I think that any, any pressure I have is pressure I put on myself, Mm -hmm. you know? I definitely had that belief when I got married four years ago that I would be married for two to three years, and then have a kid, Mm -hmm. and this many kids, and now I'm just, like, low, like, high involvement, low attachment. Mm -hmm. Like, just be in the moment. Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens. And I totally Love want that. a family. Yeah, uh, You're that was bombs this. yeah. Yeah. So many bombs. Trying to write all, them all down. Number. Can't keep up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Love that. Yeah. So. Let's all get pregnant at the same
1: time. Yeah. I, I, I say that all the time. time. You Pregnancy know? Count. You
2: no. Fifty you K. No. Well. <laughs> yeah. My surrogate girl. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so good. I feel like there's so much more. I know. I We're feel like we could talk again. for five hours. Literally. Okay. Hey, so, Last thing, what are you excited about? And like, where can people connect with you? So like, what's upcoming for yeah. you? I know you have exciting things going on.
3: Um, I've been doing some wellness workshops at Soho House for mm. people who are here in LA, which mm-hmm. is fun. It's a great great, beautiful space. Step one to one. She said it was amazing. Oh, yeah. She's coming next week. So I'm doing one on Clear Skin Diet, Clear Skin 101. That's going to be Wednesday of next week. If anyone's in LA, they can just hit me up. Yep, 1 o'clock. That's on Wednesday the 5th. And then what I'm really excited about Mm -hmm. is my Real Food Reset, which Mm -hmm. in a nutshell is 10 days of resetting body and mind it's about cleaning eating as a community so I just finished a group of 30 participants last week and I did it with them and it was amazing because it's a private Facebook group where everybody can connect you get uh, an ebook that I've created so it's mm-hmm. like 30 pages of my recipes sample menus 20 minute meals mm-hmm. the whole nine yards um, and kind of my philosophy on food and gives wiggle room for people to make choices within mm-hmm. you know my general philosophy and the Facebook group was great because every day people were posting pictures of their smoothies. I did, like, a smoothie selfie challenge. So post a picture with your smoothie, post a meal. And it was just so amazing. Like, that's what I live for, seeing people from different parts of life and the world just connect with each other and be like, oh, this is great. Like, I was like, you guys don't need me anymore. Like, this is awesome. So I'm doing that again That's in okay. November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, November 7th to 16th. So I figured post-Halloween, free Thanksgiving. <laughs> Detox. What's your website? ColormeComplete.com. Right. Yeah. That's great. Oh, we'll link you. all of
2: that in the yeah. show notes. Color Me Complete, your YouTube channel, yeah. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The link you. to my blog post. Everything that you mentioned that you buy, we'll also put that too.
3: Yeah, and I have a CMC cmc10 which is my discount code for the metabolism oh. so if anyone wants to order supplements oh, from them okay. um, yeah, yeah.
2: To the, yeah. Fun. and
3: then 10 is the number 10 is the number because okay. it's a 10 percent
2: little Great. discount cool yeah. this has been the best night of my life <laughs> Mine literally, too. it's literally been so like i felt like it's i feel like i read so much about it and you are like in this every day and i feel like being vegan i'm kind of just, I'm so interested in it. And yeah. I literally learned so much. So much. Oh. And when you think you well, know everything. are just throwing
1: so much yes. information that I don't know how to process it. Yeah, them. I know. And literally not quickly enough. Like, sometimes I just, you know what I mean? I haven't mm-hmm. made it a habit enough yet. Like, today, like, I realized about what I was telling you. Yeah. I didn't have any, like, I usually have, like, an animal protein in right. some way. Like, a, an organic mm-hmm. or yeah. grass-fed. None.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like
1: creating the habits and being having being more knowledgeable about it so yeah, I mean, that like I can connect with the habits rather than right. just like doing it because I should do it mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, I just, just like, like knowing the,
3: why right so you just why. read article after article and it's like mm-hmm. in one year out the other and then it's like this feeling of just because I read it doesn't mean it's like happening in my body totally yeah <sighs> just making time to like pay more attention and yeah. I always tell people like, what would you do if it were your kid? Like, you wouldn't not think about your yeah. what to feed your baby for ten hours. Totally. Like, you have a general plan. Mm-hmm. So, like, treat yourself like a baby. Mm-hmm. It works. So,
2: that's yeah, cool.
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You thank are the you, best. Guys. Well, yeah. you have have Literally, Literally like work.
2: weekly installment. You guys yeah. are so sweet. Thank, you, <laughs> thank so you so much, much.
3: I love that you're doing this. Oh, and, like, it's it's been fun. Fun. we're learning a lot. Yeah. yeah. We're learning a lot.
2: Alright, guys, we love you. Subscribe, rate, review, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh.